Looking for some choice flex plays and deep sleepers you can think about during this big bye week? And how about our prize picks picks of the week? That's how we close it on a Friday for week 13, only on Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. We're your destination to become the smartest fantasy football player in the league. We're part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your fantasy football team every day. I'm one of your co-hosts, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL fantasy and betting for SportingNews.com. Hey, hey, I'm Michelle Maduke, researcher at NFL Network and fantasy analyst at NFL.com. All right, Michelle, we are wrapping up our week 13 analysis. Who knew there was going to be that many points on a Thursday night game? So essentially, if you started everyone except for maybe Tyler Lockett, you're very happy with the results of last night's game. So just a crazy shootout there. Everyone did what they were supposed to do. If you hit all the over props, you probably cashed in really nicely. It was basically everyone is over except for Tyler Lockett. So Great game, DK Metcalf and Dak Prescott. What can we say? That's what we want to start the week. Hopefully the points will keep coming here on the weekend. We'll look at some plays there that could have some really good value there, whether we're looking at flex spots there that you could look at in a deeper leagues, then look real deep with some sleepers that you should consider this week. Take some shots on if you're desperate. A little bit risky. And then, of course, our prize picks, picks of the week, will each make three here that you should go with the more or less with their prize picks projections. Before we do that, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, only at Game Time. All right, Michelle, let's dive right in and uh, we'll end on a high note here on this uh, week 13 analysis. Give me your three flex play options of the week that you're really targeting in a lot of leagues. Yeah. So if you're anything like me and in your league, you were up against Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb and DK Metcalf. Yes. All three of those guys are against me. So I'm down about 90 to zero <laughs> to start the week. <laughs> really fun way to start. You need a lot of upside, right? So these are three guys that I think offer a ton of upside this week. One being Josh Downs, the wide receiver for the Colts, going up against the Titans. He's been dealing with a knee injury, but after their bye week, it, he looked good to go, right? He was back on the field for his normal snap count. He had 13 targets. And the Titans are a really bad secondary right now. I mean, they've been allowing a ton of points to wide receivers all year long, but without Kevin Bayard there, since they traded their safety away, it's only gotten worse over the last four weeks. 22 points to Deontay Johnson, uh, 26 points to Mike Evans, 31 points to Calvin Ridley. So I think Josh Downs is a fantastic play. Obviously, Michael Pittman Jr. is a really great play as well this week. And then for my other two, it's running backs. Devin Singletary versus the Broncos. You can't find a better matchup than a running back against yeah. the Broncos. It's absolutely fantastic. And Devin Singletary is the man you want in this Texans backfield. Not worried that he only had six carries last week. Uh, what's actually really great to see is that, well, if they want it just to be a passing game, well, he had six targets or actually seven targets, six receptions. So 
really nice to see there the two weeks prior running back three, running back four, super high upside in this matchup. And then last Jalen Warren Steelers running back for the Cardinals. I'm a really big fan of Najee Harris this week. I think he gets into the end zone. I think he has a nice game as well, but we're talking about a guy that can also have the same, you know, amount of points as Najee Harris or even have more upside than him. It is Jalen Warren. They're sharing the backfield with him, but the Cardinals are allowing the second most fantasy points to running backs this season. He had a down week last week. I, I just really chalk it up to the fumble early on. He didn't get as much usage after that for a little bit. And then they, you know, allowed him to come back in a, a little bit later in the game. Just didn't really do his thing last week, but I, I think he gets it done in this matchup. Yeah, I really love the Singletary pick. I mean, that's awesome that he's going to have a rebound game here. He's going to give the production he did uh, two weeks prior there, the Bengals game. I don't think it'll be quite that way. I mean, that was an outstanding game. But you can definitely get him done against the Broncos. Josh Downs, I also think not having Jonathan Taylor out there maybe prompts them to pass a little bit more. Zach Moss will still get his, but they need some big plays, right? And Josh Downs can provide that. So I like that. This is what I'm hoping for in the Steelers game, Michelle. I want Jalen Moore to score. I want Najee Harris to score. And I want Kenny Pickett to throw two touchdown passes. So I want them to score at least 28 points this week. Turn those 400 plus. They haven't yards done it yet this, this year. Yeah. So this is the week I think we're going to see the Steelers offense. Everyone's going to be, are the Steelers a team to beat in the AFC all of a sudden with an offense or some something is going to come out, right? We know that. <laughs> That's going to be a little bit of a narrative that follows this uh, Cardinals game uh, before uh, they get into the matchup right against the Patriots uh, on Thursday. So you're going to hear a lot of Steelers hype coming out of this week. Now, why I say that, I want George Pickens to come through as a flex play this week. I am just closing my eyes, Michelle, and you should do this too as a Steelers fan, that I can see a long touchdown. I'm not going to say it's going to be a carbon copy of Geno Smith to DK Metcalf, but it could be that he's just going to get behind the entire Cardinals defense and go nuts, and they're going to be happy. Look, it's championship week. Georgia's playing. Pickens is going to be pumped up. He's going to make a big play here. So I love it this week. Get all your Steelers in your lineup, the bottom line. I think it's going to be fine. Look, I faded Deontay Johnson, but I, could I see him having a great game? Of course I can. This is just so good, a matchup at home against the lowly Cardinals defense that can't do anything. Now, Juwan Johnson, this is an interesting flex play, right? But if you have Taysom Hill and you have Juwan Johnson or something weird, you could put in Juwan Johnson because essentially he's going to work a little bit like a wide receiver this week. It looks like Chris Olave has a chance to play, but we know Rashid Shahid is not looking good. Michael Thomas is out there. going to have to spread around the targets. The Lions do give it up to the tight end. They allowed uh, Tucker Craft to score in a fill-in role for Luke Musgrave last time. So Juwan Johnson, great guy that you can put in your flex if uh, you have some tight end depth, right? Maybe you picked him up and you have another tight end you could play say Dalton Schultz, and you just added him for some depth, this is a week that you could play him with the wide receiver shortage and the buys. And then my last guy, this is a bit of a leap of faith, but I'm going with his style of running. Now, A.J. Dillon is very similar to Josh Jacobs, right? He's kind of a physical power runner. And the Chiefs actually have trouble with these type of backs more so than – they're okay with the quick backs, right? They have a lot of speed and their linebacker core. They did that on purpose so they could cover a little bit better. But if you can pound it a little bit on the Chiefs, wear them down, and it looks like Aaron Jones is going to be a no-go again, A.J. Dillon's going to get volume. And look, he always comes through in a matchup where we least think he's going to do something, right? And this is that matchup where I think, okay, they're got to run the ball. It's Monday night. He's going to be a bit fired up as well. So look, the Chiefs, again, you can run on them. It's just a matter of sticking with it. I think you have to. If you're the Packers, take pressure of Jordan Love in this game. So 
I see AJ Dillon. He probably gets a cheap score at some point when they have some garbage time. So I see actually a sneaky good game for him this week. It's a little bit of leap of faith, but I'm going in that direction if you're desperate. And look, he's a starting running back, right? You could do a lot worse this week. I don't know if you could do a lot worse, right? Like I really, really <laughs> never want to play AJ Dillon. He's had the chance to have the backfield to himself. This matchup is fine, right? It really is. It's a fine matchup. The thing is, he's had a ton of volume in games before. Never has scored more than 13 fantasy points in a game this year in full PPR. Like the the highest scoring format you basically are going to play in, and he still can't even do any. Like there's just no upside with him, right? So if you need just someone to plug in that gets you 10, 13 points max, and you're just like, I, I need that, then fine. <laughs> but uh, I never really high on him. Love the Juwan Johnson pick. I actually have to play him because I have TJ Hawkinson in, in quite a bit of le- my league. So Juwan Johnson is my backup here that I'll be filling in this week. So I hope he goes off. George Pickens, I'm more on the Deontay Johnson side, but I'll be happy if Pickens goes off. And it could definitely happen. He just needs one big play, right? Yeah, look, Michelle, I'm sorry. I sold everyone short here. I want all five of these guys to score. Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, <laughs> George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Pat Fairmouth. They're all going to score, right? And then you'll be happy. And again, we'll be overhyping the Steelers again as they go primetime and face a Patriots team that's not very good on Thursday night. So looking forward to that. Come on, Steelers. Let's do it. And we'll talk actually about one more Steeler. Yes, if you haven't had enough Steelers talk, it's a great week for them if we haven't made that clear with the Cardinals. And we'll get to one more player. But before we do that, uh, we got to tell you about one of our fine sponsors. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, number one sportsbook in America as the weather gets colder. The calendar is turning to December. But the NFL offers are staying super hot on FanDuel. This is the time to get in, right? You want to get in before the regular season's over so you have access to all the players and all the teams. Well, right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Now, look, my lock is the Steelers, if you wanted to hear more about the Steelers. They're playing the Cardinals at home. Money line bet, that's the team I would go with this week. I mean, they're only like six-point favorites or something in this game, which is ridiculous. They're going to roll over the Cardinals here. So that's your uh, way to go in with the money line bet. And you can uh, get 150 bucks if your team wins, and the Steelers will win with that $5 money line bet. So check it out. It's a good time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Wide range of betting options available to you. So visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown and kick off the stretch here in December. We want to finish the last six weeks of the season strong here. So check it out. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Get in on the action now. All right, Michelle. Uh, All right. I will (laughs) transition to... uh, one more piece of Steelers talk from you and you are going to be revealing your other deep sleepers as well, but there's one more we haven't mentioned. And I guess he comes all together with some of the other recommendations we made this week. Yeah. So I think Kenny, we talked about this a little bit earlier this week in our quarterback ranking show, but Kenny Pickett is a viable start this week. I don't think I've never said that before, right. Throughout his entire career in any week, I've never said that. And I may never say it again. We'll we'll see what happens this week, but I, I was, encouraged by what I saw last week without Matt Canada. You know, he had a career, not career high, but season high, 278 passing yards. It was just the second game in his career though, with 275 passing touchdowns. So, and I like that he was taking a lot of deep shots and over the middle and he had six completions of 15 plus yards. They were averaging just three completions of 15 plus yards per game prior to that, the rest of the season. So like 
everything seemed open up. Nothing seemed as hard as it was when Matt Canada was there. Like that was really promising. Love this matchup. The Cardinals defense were surprisingly start, started pretty strong. We're a bit stingy against quarterbacks, but not anymore, right? Cardinals allowed four touchdowns to Stafford last week. Stafford never threw four touchdowns in a game this season, right? Like he was throwing maybe one each game and rarely two. So that was promising to see. The week prior to that, Stroud had over 336 yards, two touchdowns. The week before that, Ritter and Heineke combined for 18 points, like, those quarterbacks are pointless. The week before that, Deshaun Watson had one of the better games of his season or one of the better games he's had with the Browns. So I like this matchup a lot for Kenny Pickett. I'm going to trust him. I haven't ranked that like quarterback 13. So don't get crazy. But if you need a one week by fill in, I think he's a viable option. And then my other two guys are wide receivers. First up, it's going to be Panthers rookie wide receiver, Jonathan Mingo at the Buccaneers. Again, this is a deep shot. I'm not saying you have to start him, but if you need a bi-week filling off the waivers, I do think he has a solid chance to put up a career game here. Uh, last week was his highest fantasy performance of the season. Wide receiver 39, led the team with 60 receiving yards, four uh, receptions, six targets. He's always, he's always on the field for 90 plus percent of the time. So at least he's on the field. He's going to have the opportunities with a new coaching staff and play, play caller. We'll see what happens, but I love this matchup against the Buccaneers who are just giving up so many fantasy points to wide receivers right now because their secondary is demolished. So really like Jonathan Mingo this week. And then lastly, it's Curtis Samuel commanders wide receiver against the dolphins. Listen, it's never exciting to play Curtis Samuel. I get that. Right. But Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, they're going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey or Xavier Howard, right? And where, where's Sam Howell going to go? Because you know he's going to pass one gazillion times in this matchup because the Dolphins are going to destroy that commander's secondary and put up so many points. And I, I think his go-to man is going to be Curtis Samuel. We saw it last week against the Cowboys. At 12 targets, nine receptions, 100 yards, especially if you're in a PPR league. Curtis Samuel, I think, is super safe. And then last week, he also showed you he has a high ceiling as well. Yeah, I like the Mingo call. I'm going to have to play him in the league this week, uh, full disclosure, because, look, I have some guys that are hurt, and uh, I need Mingo. And look, as wide receiver three, I'll play him, right? It's unfortunately maybe coming at Adam Thielen's expense a little bit, but it is a good matchup, okay matchup for Thielen, but it's a really good one for Mingo on the outside. I think you'll probably get Carlton Davis, who has not been very good. He's been kind of up and down throughout his entire career. Curtis Samuel is going to get Cater Cuckoo, and that's a lot better than those two guys you mentioned, Howard and Ramsey. And then I'm going to amend my Steelers uh, pick here. I'm going to say Harris scores, Warren scores, the three receivers, well, the two receivers and the tight end scores, and Kenny Pickett gets it done on the ground too. He gets one running oh in. Oh my so goodness, seven touchdowns. You're okay, right. something like that. Anyway, maybe Pickett will have one on the ground and one to one of those wins, something like that. But I think they're going to score more than 30 points. I'll give you that this week. So Kenny Pickett, I love that play. Now I'm going to go to some uh, deep sleepers here on my side uh, that you're going to look at. And Look, I'm not sure about Devin Achan. I don't know how healthy this guy is. I think he's not. And why would they rush him back, right? They're playing the Commanders this week. I mean, come on. I mean, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are going to just destroy the Commanders. They're going to have a lead. They're going to run Raheem Mostert. But they're also going to run Jeff Wilson Jr. I could see this game very 
similarly playing out like the Jets game, right? Where Wilson gets some garbage looks here as well as the receptions, right? He was pretty involved in the receiver. And if Chan is not there, they're going to have to use him a little bit, right, to complement Mostert in that role. So, again, he's basically their third option, if you think about it, in the passing game, because they don't really throw Durham Smythe. They don't really have a third wide receiver. So I really like Jeff Wilson Jr. If, we're in fact, Chan is out and, look, I don't know. Chan, <laughs> I don't know what his real health is. So, I mean, but Wilson has been solid in this offense before when healthy. Now, here's a guy based on a potential injury this week. Amari Cooper could be missing the game. And I just thought about something, Michelle. Where did Joe Flacco come from? He came from the Jets. That's where he played last year. Where did Elijah Moore come from? He came from the Jets. So who's he going to look to a lot? This is the guy he knows, right? Is he really going to throw to Cedric Tillman too much? Like, he doesn't know him, right? Elijah Moore, keep in mind that with Mike White and some other guys, that's who he's getting it done with. So if there's no Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore is going to get a lot of targets, you would think, playing off David Njoku in that game as well. I also like that it can work him in the middle of the field a little bit. So he's a very deep sleeper. Again, he's had a decent game a couple weeks ago. But if there's no Amari Cooper, then he's default the number one receiver with a quarterback he is more familiar with than either uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson or P.J. Walker. And then finally, Marvin Mims. Jerry Judy's a little bit banged up. I did like Judy quite a bit, maybe to give you some like, flex play for desperate in this game. But they've said they want to unlock Marvin Mims. When is this going to happen? I mean, Sean Payton says this Never. every week. And it's probably going to happen in 2024 when they don't re-sign Judy or whatever. But look, He's from Texas, and I think this is underrated, right? I think I didn't think about that with Jackson Smith Jigba. He went in there. He was a Dallas area native. I know uh, it's a different area for Mims. He was also from Dallas, and he's playing in Houston. But I think he'll be a little fired up. Some family friends will be there. They'll try to get him going. They need to get an extra weapon. If Judy's banged up and can't play the full complement of snaps or has to be scratched or something, Mims has got to step in there and make some plays here because they don't have other options here. So, Look, these are stretches. This is why we're deep sleepers on this. I think mine are a little bit deeper than Michelle's this week. Uh, but, yeah, trying to give you the guys that you can mind. But uh, if you're going Mingo, Moore, and Mims, you might get more production than you think this week. Yeah, I don't mind. I like the Elijah Moore pick, especially if – if I really only like it if Joe Flacco is the quarterback, right? right? Because he will be. I, just off the top of my head, I may be making this up, but I believe Elijah Moore's like best game in his career have come with Joe Flacco. Now you can fact check me on that. I, I, I don't have that information on me, but this is just what I'm remembering. Cause I used to love Elijah Moore during his rookie season. Jeff Wilson jr. I think is a really solid play. If Devin Achan is active, then I am really worried, yeah. right? Because even if he's not fully healthy, but if he's out there taking snaps and there's just not enough to go around to Jeff Wilson jr. As well. But if he's not active, really like that play, Marvin Mims is the complete dart throw. I don't know, right? Yeah. If they start to use him awesome and in this game that should be high scoring, he could put up a huge game. Complete and total dart throw, though. So I, the only chance, like the only way I'm playing him is in DFS just for me yeah. to take that shot on hitting on somebody. I wouldn't trust him in my normal leagues where I like really need the win to get into the playoffs, you know? Uh, but yeah. we're going to end this week's a uh, number of shows, right? With our prize picks, picks of the week. But first, let me tell you about another one of our sponsors. 
Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get tickets of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. And tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. I can promise you all of these things are correct. I use game time so many times in my life, especially when I used to live in Pittsburgh, right down the street from the Steelers Stadium. I would buy tickets that morning of always on the game time app, and it was super easy, the cheapest way to go. And really, you just knew exactly what you were getting. Love the game time app. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. All you have to do is download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Terms do apply. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's get into our prize picks, picks of the week. Now, if you don't know what prize picks is, it's a daily fantasy app. So just if you don't have it, download the prize picks app, create an account, use, use our promo code locked on and, um, you know, join us in our prize picks, picks of the week, and we can all win money together. Vinny, what are your first, your top three favorite picks this week? I feel like last week I let some people down by not having a quarterback rushing number here but i have a good one this week for all of you out there it is trevor lawrence his number is uh, the projection is set at 11.5 the bengals give up about 20 yards rushing per game to quarterbacks i know you know lamar jackson their schedule and all that so you can skew it but it's not like they're facing running quarterbacks every week and look trevor lawrence is kind of a running quarterback he's not the full-blown like justin fields type guy but He's athletic. He can move around. And you're talking about 11.5 rushing yards. So he just needs a couple of scrambles against the Bengals, and he'll get there on Monday night. So, look, the number's just way too low. To If it was, like, around 18 or 20, I would give it a little pause. But at 11.5 rushing yards, I'm going more with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, just based on the things he's going to see from the Bengals' defense, there'll be some room to run as well if they design him to run just on the scrambles. Now, Here's another number I really liked here. Bijan Robinson, more than 17.5 receiving yards. I'm looking at this number. I'm like, the Jets give up a lot to running backs in the passing game. And they give up about 42 yards per game. So, look, you only have to hit less than half of that here with Bijan Robinson to get more. And, look, he's going to be involved, right? He's involved. He's unlocked. They used him as a receiver last week on top of giving him the red zone looks. So, they're going to you have to use the backs. That's the only way to move the ball, right, for the Falcons this week. Uh, they're going to have to throw to the backs. They're going to have to run with the backs. So, Bijan, I like that at more than 17.5. And then I'm taking a bingo free space on this one. I know you have one of them as well, I think, this week. But Jalen Waddle, 69.5. Now, I looked at the Tyreek Hill number, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go right after the Tyreek Hill number. But it was at 99.5. It's He's hard gonna to it. just, He's yeah, you'll probably hit it, but like it just gives you pause, right? That you need a yeah. hundred yards out of someone, and it's very rare, right? If it's a receiver or running back to go after that, so I'm gonna take a little bit more comfortable approach. And there's definitely a correlation if Devin Chan is banged up or hurt 
to Jalen Waddle getting more run as a short area player, right? So Waddle can also stretch the field. This matchup is fantastic against the commanders. Atrocious secondary. So 69.5. I'm going to save those 30 yards that Tyreek Hill has and assume that Waddle can get that with just a modest game. And that's what I want. I I don't want to – I'm just a little bit concerned Tyreek Hill makes a 50-yard play to get a big – and then he kind of rests, right? I'm a little bit worried about that. But I think Waddle has to be a consistent part. So, again, if that uh, Tyreek Hill number was 80, I would be okay. But 69.5, I'm going to go with that. More for Jalen Waddle with him and his receiving yards against Commanders. Yeah, so either Tyreek Hill puts up like 250 yards in this game or the Commanders are going to focus on making sure that doesn't happen, right? And they're going to have to use a lot of the resources to make sure they can stop Tyreek Hill, which is going to allow for Jalen Waddle to have a lot of space. He, he should easily get this more. The only thing, I feel like every time I watch a Dolphins game, Jalen Waddle is always injured. But he comes back <laughs> in, but he always gets injured. Tyreek Hill too. <laughs> yeah, I know. They both leave a lot with injuries. It's like, can you guys make it through a game, please? Bijan Robinson, if he does not have 25 touches in this game, 25. That's the minimum I want. Yeah. Like, that's what you should be doing against the Jets. There's no reason to do anything else. You run and do those little dump-offs to Bijan Robinson. 25 touches. That's what I want. Uh, but my favorite three prize picks of the week. We got to talk about the Steelers one more time, okay? I promise <laughs> to shut go. up about them. Deontay <laughs> Johnson, more than 47 and a half receiving yards. It, that's just really low. Last week, really he should have had more than that, right? Because they didn't count that touchdown. But he already hit more than that. It was 50 last week, and that was a poor game from him. He's had at least 50 yards in four of the six games coming back from injury. Arizona has allowed the six most receiving yards to wide receivers this season, allowing the highest catch rate to wide receivers. I think he could have a bad game and still have more than 48 receiving yards and that he just needs 48 receiving yards. And then I get to talk about Zach Moss. So I'm going to, right. I don't know how much longer I get for this. So Zach Moss, more than 75 and a half rushing yards against the Titans. We saw him go off for 165 against the Titans earlier in the year. But when he was the starting running back, getting the majority of the carries in the backfield, he hit at least, what, 88 rushing yards in three of those first four games of the season that he played. And then in the one game he didn't, it was at 70 rushing yards, right? So really close to that. I'm willing to to bet that he has at least 76 rushing yards in this game in a nice matchup. And then lastly, Brock Purdy. My 49ers quarterback, more than one and a half passing touchdowns. So he needs two passing touchdowns in this game. He's had three passing touchdowns in two of the last three weeks. And the Eagles are allowing the second most passing touchdowns in the NFL behind only the commanders. So really nice matchup for him. As long as Debo doesn't steal a bunch of rushing touchdowns, like CMC can steal a rushing touchdown. That's fine. But we also, like last week, it was two Christian McCaffrey rushing, one Debo. That's too many. We can't have three rushing touchdowns. But as long as that doesn't happen, Brock Purdy should easily have two passing touchdowns in this matchup. Yeah, and the Eagles are really hard to uh, run on, so I love that pick. I mean, McCaffrey, I think if he scores, is going to be on a short pass from Purdy, which would be great because you know he's going to get one more. And Moss, I mean, that was your free space, and you got to take it this week, uh, not just there, but in seasonal leagues and DFS, just take the free space. Like, just enjoy it. It's just unfortunate for John Taylor managers, but enjoy that. And look, Deontay Johnson, look, this is a good place to end, right, Michelle? The Steelers are going off this week, so enjoy that. The 49ers are going off. The Eagles should be doing well. So 
a lot of your uh, big name assets, at least I think you'll see some big games, right? You might be missing some names out of your lineup, but I think some of these guys that are active for these better teams that are going to score are going to put up some big games. So that's going to help your lineup as well this week. So love those picks. It'll be fun. Uh, go and check it out on Price Picks and get in on the action yourself. Again, I'm, I'm excited to play them later in the year as you have more data points and things that you can look at. So that's also a lot of fun here. What's also fun is that you can check out the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube from Lockdown. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sto- sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus the national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel that wraps up our week 13 analysis here as we go into the sunday and monday games for locked on fantasy football this has been video and i'm michelle majuk bye y'all